This is the Lions Unchained podcast, where the shackles of your mind are broken. It's not for the faint-hearted, but the chosen few who've embraced the call to leadership, dare to venture where others will not, and believe in God's supernatural power. Join Carl Joseph now for a life-changing word. Get ready to be unleashed into your destiny. Let me ask you this, friend. Are you in control or is God in control? This question may seem controversial on the surface, yet it causes us to focus upon our responsibilities as believers to a greater degree. In this day and age, it's not uncommon for a minister to stand over the coffin of a 12-year-old killed by a drunk driver in a traffic accident and quip, well, God must have some mysterious plan for taking this young child from us so early in life. Not only is this statement theologically incorrect, but offensive to a God who gave his only son for our eternal redemption. This claim severely maligns the character of our good God, whilst displaying the biblical ignorance of some who serve him. In this instance, any ounce of trust the ceremonial attendees had in God was likely quenched that day. No doubt some were fearful that God's mysterious plans might involve them in the coming days, sincerely hoping that wouldn't be the case. Time to batten down the hatches and remain indoors just in case God's mysterious plans came too close for comfort. Casual bystanders would run from a God who randomly takes people home, and many have. Some have avoided church services for the rest of their lives because of such careless remarks at funerals. If God's mysterious ways result in the random death of innocence, long before the fulfillment of their potential, how can we possibly trust God or stand on his promises for our own lives? Clearly, there is a gaping contradiction that needs to be rectified between God's promises and the traditional beliefs of some. Either he is good or he is not. Either he is capricious or he is not. Either he is for life or death. Indeed, we forgive the minister for slandering God's character, but sadly, most people think of God in these terms today. As an old capricious curmudgeon with long white beard and stick in hand, ready to whack anyone out of line or take them home at a random time of his choosing. Now, the vast majority of religious people, and most Christians commonly, use the term sovereign as a means to posit that God is in control of everything and everyone. Nothing could be further from the truth. This is a lie and not revealed in Scripture. Trouble is, by making such a sharp statement, the hair may already be standing on the back of your neck. In fact, sacred cows are in real danger of being slaughtered in this broadcast. I can hear them mooing already. Let me share a truth with you right now, friend. Anyone or anything with a mind of its own can do whatever the heck it wants to, and God won't stop them. If you are a born-again, spirit-filled believer and want to rob a bank, for instance, God will let you do so because he honors your free will. God gave us free will so we may willingly serve him, but this free will can also be used in rebellion against him. Regarding premature death, we cannot know in each instance the precise reason for bad things happening to seemingly good people, yet we can know the spiritual laws and guiding principles that govern outcomes in this world which are highlighted in God's word. If you think God is afflicting you or that he is your problem, then you are in dangerous territory, my friend. 
Romans 8.31 makes it plain. God is for you, not against you. Let me ask you this. Would you believe in a heavenly father that chooses to randomly take people in their prime, teaches people through sickness, and is complicit with crimes against humanity? Obviously not. Even worse, we have been taught in religious circles that, quote, all things work together for good, unquote. This is another scripture that's often taken out of context. If God were an earthly father, this abusive thug would be locked up in prison for a long time. Yet some claim these abusive methods are utilized by our loving God. When one considers the term sovereign is not mentioned once in the authorized version of the Bible, then why has so much credence been placed on the claim that God is indeed sovereign? Perhaps a better explanation can be gleaned from the dictionary definition. Sovereign means, quote, freedom from external control, possessing supreme power and autonomous, unquote. In geopolitical terms, a sovereign nation is independent. A sovereign nation is one that has no allegiance to nor answers to any king or ruler. In the case of the United States, its birth as a nation was coincidental with the severing of ties from the United Kingdom. Is God sovereign by the dictionary definition? Yes, he certainly is. He's not accountable to anybody, and yet desirous of his love to be reciprocated. Free will was a gamble God took on humanity, the price of which may result in billions not choosing him, but choosing hell instead. You see, choice always wins. Our eternal destiny hinges upon choosing to believe on the Son of God. We are all appointed to die, yet there is no appointment for death. God has not chosen a time and place for our demise. He offers more years if by strength. The Old Testament speaks of living out the full number of our days, days that may be shortened by folly or malice and extended by physical strength. More importantly, God has bound his sovereign will to his holy word, something that he holds himself accountable to even if we don't. If he didn't, he would be the biggest hypocrite of all. God's sovereign will, being bound to his word, is of paramount importance and a truth that must be understood before we blame God for something which most likely he has nothing to do with. We must let scripture interpret scripture and rightly divide the word of truth. Understanding God's character is essential to trusting in him with your life and any misgivings will leave the door of doubt wide open wide enough for the devil to step in, if we're not careful. The truth is, all suffering is the indirect consequence of sin by us or others. Not to say that innocents are suffering because it is their fault. No, certainly not. But suffering did enter this world because of sin, Adam's sin in particular. Did you know it's wholly unscriptural to say God can do anything? Scripture makes it plain there are some things that God certainly cannot do, and this may be surprising to some. I'm going to give you a list of 16 things that God cannot do right now. Number one, he cannot lie. Number two, he cannot break his own laws. Number three, he cannot change. Number four, he cannot violate his own word. Number five, he cannot be tempted with evil. Number six, he cannot tolerate hypocrisy. Number seven, he cannot cancel any reaping for what is sown. Number eight, he cannot force a man to serve him against his own will. Nine, he cannot bless men apart from faith. Ten, he cannot curse men when they meet his own terms. Eleven, he cannot override our free will or rebellious choices against his word. 
Number 12, he cannot cast out demons for us and will not take up authority he has granted to you. 13, he cannot move if you don't move because we are joint heirs. 14, he cannot turn down one soul that comes to him according to his terms. 15, he cannot judge the righteous with the wicked. And finally, he cannot fail to answer prayer when unwavering faith is exercised. Now that you know there are some limitations as to what God can do, let me share another huge limitation. There are a multitude of conditional promises contained in the Bible, and these conditional promises hinge upon a little word called if. Consider the following four points. Number one, there are 1,595 ifs in the Bible, and 1,420 verses with if in them. Number two, the book of Leviticus has the most ifs in the Old Testament, with 167 matches. Number three, the book of John has the most ifs of any gospel, with 82 matches. And finally, number four, 1 Corinthians has the most ifs in the epistles, with 80 matches. Friend, with so many ifs in the Bible, it's self-evident that God's conditional promises can only manifest with our cooperation. If they don't manifest, is he really to blame? In closing, God took an enormous risk on humanity by granting us free will, and he is not responsible for the negligence of any authority he has bestowed to us. You are in control of your life choices, friend, and accountable for them. God has requested that you seek him earnestly in your personal decision-making. He is not a tyrant that bangs down doors. He is meek and lowly of heart. He stands at the door and knocks. For that reason, he wants to be invited into your life, but he won't force himself on anyone. Friend, if you've been struggling lately and don't know why, I urge you to humbly seek God once more with all your heart and invite him to assist you. Most Christians are the recipients of a continuous fusillade from the enemy without taking the time to compare their experiences to God's word. Many of the bad things which we experience are the consequence either of our own choices, persecution for our faith, or outright satanic attack. God gets blamed for a lot of things in this world that he has nothing to do with. Maybe you should consider forgiving God of what you think he should have done. False expectations can cause great wounding if we're not careful. Not that God needs forgiveness, but in doing so, this will restore heavenly fellowship once more and put you back on the path to a wonderful future. If you are confused about some outcomes in your life right now, please don't fester any longer upon them. Lay them aside. God is reaching out to you today with open arms to dispel any confusion and embrace you once more. Choose to take the first step and delve into his warm embrace of fellowship. Friend, it's time to pursue him again. You've been listening to Carl Joseph and the Lions Unchained podcast. Carl is a minister who has witnessed God's miraculous power to save, heal, and deliver. Carl covers topics such as geopolitics, current affairs, cults, societal trends, and end-time events, all through a biblical lens. Every Monday, new podcasts are uploaded, so stay tuned for the next opportunity to roar into victory. Check out carljosephministries.com for exciting articles, teachings, and discussion points. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.